for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily, including our full archive of shows, thousands of shows over at America Out Loud, including the full archive of After Dark with Rob and Andrew. Certainly a lot to talk about tonight. A lot of sadness and despair going on around the world. But there is some optimism with people rising up, getting sick and tired of it. We look at uh, Argentina recently voting a new conservative president. Uh, It's what they need. It's what so many countries need. It's what we badly need back is President Donald Trump. And uh, for a long time, it seemed like the left was just winning everything all around the world. But we see the effects of their policy, rapid inflation all across the globe, uh, crime, war. Uh, People are waking up, mass migration. And people are waking up all across the world. Uh, you look at what's recently happened in Ireland with a stabbing spree from an immigrant. And then you've got liberal journalists uh, sticking up for these immigrants. And UFC fighter Conor McGregor had a very prolific tweet. He said, isn't that something? The absolute picture of weak and feeble, the most divisive of all is the weak man. One of the most horrific crimes this nation has ever seen has occurred. We do not care anymore what you sad cases have got to say. In a war, you are nothing. We are not backing down. We are only warming up. There will be no backing down until real change is implemented for the safety of our nation. We are not losing any more of our women and children to sick and twisted people who should not even be in Ireland in the first place. Call it what you want. We do not care. May God help us all. Ireland for victory which sounds so prolific because it's the same thing we're facing here. So many weak and feeble-minded journalists and uh, protesters who are literally sticking up for terrorists and protesting for the Muslim terrorist right now. And uh, basically asleep, it's what has happened in our own country, not to mention what happened in Israel, but our own history with these people. Uh, It's unbelievable. Like I said, Rob, there is optimism. People do seem to be rising up all around the world. And I'm optimistic heading into 2024. How about yourself? Andrew, I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in, coming off the uh, Thanksgiving celebration. I enjoy time here with my family, my uh, kids, and I'm sure you enjoy time with your family. But throughout the, you know, the holiday Thanksgiving celebration, we saw a lot of discourse taking place in the country and around the globe. We see that Israel has decided to do a ceasefire somewhat so that they can release, they being Hamas, the hostages that they have, which to me makes absolutely no sense. I don't think they should have... uh, gave them one inch, they should have went ahead and just decimated the entire area to get rid of Hamas. But of course, the Biden administration is saying that they worked with the Israelis to uh, get this deal going, and they have released some hostages. Uh, 
I, I, I don't know what to say. This is just the state of affairs right now in the country, whereby you have the left that are completely off the rockers, creating chaos. And then when you attempt to address the chaos, they want to come up with another plan with we're the we're the victims and help us and don't do this to us. And like you said, you look at the situation that Connor, the wrestler, the fighter is talking about, the kid being stabbed. And you have people in support of this. And I want to just take our, our listeners back a couple of years, even a couple of decades, when European countries saw this influx of illegals coming to their country, coming to France, uh, to Germany, and to Sweden. And there were a, a lot of men from Africa and from Saudi Arabia, Muslim countries. And they were coming to these Western countries and creating havoc in the land. Now, this has been going on for decades, but it was one of those quiet as it's kept type situations by the Western media. They didn't want people to be made aware of the devastation that was taking place. And it was to their detriment because you had these young men coming into these Western countries, raping the women because they were completely behave like, behaving like savages, seeing women wearing dresses or their arms out, and they were behaving as though they couldn't control themselves, like you know, getting excited and just, just pillaging the villages. And if you don't believe me, go and look it up. Go and look it up in Swedish, Sweden, Finland. And how the governments of those countries tried to hide it. Because they felt that we don't want to demonize a certain group of people. But you're not demonizing them. You're exposing them for who they are. Savages. Fast forward to today. Look at America. We're letting in illegals. And I find it very interesting how we're changing the vernacular from illegal aliens to undocumented immigrants. I'm sorry, they're illegal. If you go to their country, they would tell you that, that you are illegally there. Why are we trying to dress it up? What was the stereotype? We've got to get beyond this because if we don't, we will destroy our country, which is what we're doing. And it's all at the foot of these leftists with a far-fetched agenda. We want to sing Kumbaya. We want everyone to come here and when they come, they can't adapt. They don't understand the culture. They think that they should just come here and live off the fat of the land that we give to them. We constantly give to them. You look at New York City. You have illegals that are saying that we don't want these shelters. We want to go back to these five-star hotels because now they're turning them out. They're saying, we can't afford this. Well, we knew we couldn't afford it when you were letting them in. But it was all about the vote. Bring them in and they'll vote for Democrats. Bring them in. And they're wreaking havoc in the land. And you would think that after the election, we have the election of 2020. You have leftists taking power. We have the election of 2022, then 2023. And people are still putting these people back in 
office. They haven't had it. They complain. They say this doesn't make any sense. Crime is going through the roof. We have inflation. Everything is high. This is one of the most expensive holidays for Thanksgiving that's recorded on record. But yet and still you have these lefties continuous to vote for these radical progressives. And I dare say, Andrew, there are some on the right who are doing the exact same thing. Voting for these lefties. Single issue voters. Well, they don't want us to have, they don't want our women to have abortion, so we're going to vote for the people on the left. Well, they said something that I kind of like, so we're going to vote for them. Look at Kentucky. A red state put in another Democrat. They had the opportunity to kick him out of office. What did they do? They went and they voted for him. And why did they vote for him? Oh, well, he was good on uh, when we had the, the tornadoes, and we thought that he just did an excellent job. Okay, he did an excellent job on that, but look at your economy. Look at the crime. Look at the unfair hiring practices. Look at the racism they're now committing against non-people of color. Look at the genocide, basically, of young men, because they're changing them to women. And you want to say he's doing a good job? It will continue his radical agenda, and you have no one to blame but yourself. It is time to wake up, smell the political coffee, and realize that the people on the left do not have your best interests at heart. They will destroy you. They will destroy the country, which is what they're doing. Again, a decade ago, you look at all these European countries, them allowing in all of these illegals, thinking, well, we're going to give them a better life. And look at the havoc that they caused in the land. I remember one seeing Angela Merkel. She was talking to a young girl from, I want to say, from some Arab country, Arab nation, poor nation. And she said, do you not want me here? And the media all zoomed in on it. What is she going to tell her? And she said, no, it's not that we don't want you here, but we've got to take care of our own. And if you're going to come here, you have to come here the right way. There are laws that you have to follow. And making them think they could just come, burst through the border, because there's this idea that, well, they can do it because this country, this land belongs to all of us. And it's not just theirs. When they say theirs, you mean the white man. It belongs to all of us. No, it doesn't. There are border controls for a reason. So this whole idea that let everyone come in, and we don't know who these people are. They don't understand our culture. They're going to come in and try to bring in their culture. I point to you in Minnesota. Look at pockets of Minnesota and Cincinnati. If you were to go there, you would think that you're in a third world country. Because they have brought their backwards ways from their country, the oppressive countries that they were leaving here to America. And it's only a matter of time before they start getting into politics, getting into our government, and then try to change things. We had a governor, a, a judge in Texas, a liberal judge, considering looking at Sharia law. Look at Cincinnati, the same thing. It's like, no, the United States has the Constitution. That's the governing body. That's our law. But they're looking at Sharia. You have pockets in Louisiana. It is where these people have gone in and set up their own little countries inside the United States, and it has to stop. We need men and women who are going to uphold the Constitution. And men and women who are going to stand up and say, we have the best legal system there. It might not be perfect, 
But where you came from, Ilian Omar, Rashida Tlaib, it was a lot worse. Now, I think Rashida Tlaib was born in America, but wherever her folks came from, she should pick up her bags and go back there. Why are people so afraid to call them out? Call them out. They will call you out. Look at how they say the Republicans are racist. I would stand up on the floors of the House and say, Rashida Tlaib, you are a terrorist and you should not be in Congress. Why not say it? Look at some of the damning things they said about Trump. Pencil neck shift, lying on the floors of the Capitol. So why not speak the truth finally and call all these radicals out and tell them we will shut our border in this lifetime or after your lifetime, but we will shut our borders. There is a reason to have closed borders. There is a reason we have laws. We can't just sit back and allow our country to be destroyed for some crazy ideology of they're colonizing. You look all over the world. You look in every country, Andrew. One country took over another country. Survival of the fittest. If you're weak, you're going to get taken over. And when they do it, they put in their culture, they put in their religion. Nothing new here. Not saying that it's right. But that's what happened. So now you want to go back in time and say, well, all these things that you did was wrong and where are we going to change it? Leaving the Thanksgiving holiday, or we were in the, the realms of the Thanksgiving holiday. And I look at looking at history. They got a lot of people who have the beef with the Indians and the white man came here and he colonized. He took their land and he knew that they didn't know anything. And he gave them this. And they had a, I read, someone had a piece from Columbus that he had written in his diary saying that we came here, we're looking at these indigenous people, these Indians, and we can very easily, easily make them slaves. Uh, we can take away things from them because they just love us. Well, you look at Europe, the same thing happened. E even in Africa. Because see, people look at Africa and they see this being a monolithic country. I guess because all the people have dark skin, but there are people there with light skin. But Africa is a continent just like Asia is a continent, just like Europe. So you have all these, and within these continents, you have different countries and different people. The Asian continent, when you look at Asia, everyone there, they don't think the same. They're not the, the, they have the same uh, group think. They all think differently. The same thing with Africa, albeit they're all dark skinned. And within that country in Africa, they too went and took over other countries within the African continent. Why don't people see that? What aren't they understanding? They did the exact same thing. So fast forward, we have the explorers coming to America. They did just like everyone else was doing. Taking over. This is our land. We're going to do this. Yeah, we see the Indians are here. We're going to fight them for it. And the Indians were doing the same thing. They were taking over different tribes. Survival of the fittest. And that's what we're up against right now. With a lot of progressive, radical leaders that are trying to influence us with their crazy, warped ideology. But you know what, Andrew? As you mentioned, I think the tide is turning. I'm not going to predict a red wave that we thought was going to happen because we have a lot of radicals that are out there that are very deceptive. And as I said, there are some on the right. 
But when you look across the globe, people are getting fed up and they're changing. They're saying, we can't take this anymore. This radical agenda by these lefties is destroying us. And it's time for us to stand up. It's time to stand up. And we can point to Argentina. We can point to the Dutch, the Netherlands, at the leaders that they're electing an office because they're tired of the craziness. It is time for a change. And when we come back from this commercial break, we're going to explore and we're going to dissect this wave that we're seeing that's happening across the pond, Andrew. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. We are back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is always available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Just continuing our discussion about the shift that we're hopefully seeing taking place around the world. I mean, there's so much sadness and despair. Uh, people are sick and tired of it, sick and tired of having to work uh, two to three jobs just to feed their family, sick and tired of seeing immigrants come in here and take everything for free. Uh, we're certainly seeing that here in the United States. And uh, leftist governments around the world, especially in Europe, have let it take place there to even a worse extent. And we're seeing uh, terrorist attacks, we're seeing rapes, stabbings, all these things that are very predictable when you allow a bunch of unvetted immigrants into your country. And uh, 
this is what people are so fed up with. And I think that this could be Joe Biden's downfall is this complete open border. Uh, even many in the black community have seen these people be brought in and uh, then be shut out from everything basically taking priority over American citizens and uh, people are fed up. Like president Trump said, people are ready for an America first agenda to see actual Americans get taken care of and uh, really hope he can uh, orchestrate that to the American people, because that's really what everybody wants. Uh, I think people are tired of seeing all of our money go to these foreign countries. Like that's pathetic the people in Maui got like $700 when we sent Ukraine and Israel just billions and billions of dollars. People would rather see us take care of our own. Look at the train derailment in Ohio. Nothing the Biden administration did. Uh, look at all our homeless vets. I mean, this is the kind of things that could be getting taken care of if we weren't pouring all of our resources into our open border and illegals coming into our country and uh, Rob it's not just our country it's been happening everywhere and as we said with this new Argentina president uh, we know Brazil had some momentum going until their election was uh, very controversial recently uh, we're seeing a big shift around the world and people going back and forth on uh, left-wing governments and right-wing governments you're right Andrew we see this happening across the board as I mentioned uh, and no other place than look at across the pond at Argentina and the Dutch, the Netherlands, where in Argentina they elected Javier Mealy and the Dutch elected Gert Wilders, I think it is. And already here in America, the left-wing media are attacking these individuals. They're referring to them as the Trump of Argentina and the Trump of the Netherlands or the Dutch that they're coming in with either these two men are coming in with all these radical ideas. No, they're coming in with common sense ideas. They're coming in and they're saying that a man is a man and a woman is a woman. What is a man? An adult male. What is a woman? An adult female. They're not going between, oh no, it's non-binary and all this other crazy stuff that's being pushed down our throats. And I hope here in America, people are waking up and they're seeing this. Because these are two countries that have said, we've had it. We're tired of our economy, the suffering, because the left wants to play this some type of fantastical world, fantasy land, and tell us what we know to be true is not true. It has to stop. And it has to stop by any means necessary, because Andrew, if it doesn't, we will be on the verge of a civil war within our country because people are getting tired of this. And we have no one to blame but the left. Barack Obama ushered in this craziness. Joe Biden is keep propping it up. And it's time we stop it. It is time we end it because it doesn't make any sense. I was just looking at these two leaders that were elected, and I was looking at the guy uh, from... I think it was Dutch, and they're saying that Mealy is a staunchly anti-abortion, favors loser gun laws, looser gun laws, and has criticized Argentine's Pope Francis. He used a carry chainsaw and a symbol of his plan to cut 
but shelved in the recent weeks to help boost his moderate image. I like this guy. And yes, the Pope. He's going to hell. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. he's going to hell with his radical ideas, supporting all this craziness coming from the left. But of course, the left, they don't like this guy, Mealy, who was elected in the Dutch. Let me see. I was just going through the article while we're talking here, because I think that you got I would encourage you all to do research on these two guys. I'm looking at the Politico. They titled it The Dutch Trump, who is Gert Wilders. And what does he want? He wants civility to be brought back to his country. He's tired of the craziness. It's time to bring back civility. And I find it interesting how the left, when they showcase these candidates, they make them look all wild and crazy and they darken the light on them just to give you the perception that they don't know what they're talking about. Meanwhile, they'll get some moderate candidate who's on the left with all these crazy ideas and say, oh, this is what we want because they're welcoming and they're going to make us feel comfortable. Comfortable for what? For some crazy walk in the park? To make you believe that what's actually true isn't the truth? We need leaders like this. And as I said, I hope this is a wake-up call for Americans. But of course, our media, whom I have identified on more than one occasion, that should be disbanded because it has become controlled under the government, a Democrat government. It's controlling our media. It's no longer a free press, Andrew. They're controlling everything. Everything that we read, they're controlling it. They're putting out all this misinformation, having people to think that any ideas coming from the right is completely wrong. So let me just read a little bit here from Politico, the way they describe the guy from uh, Dutch, Gert Wilders. This is the first paragraph. Gert Wilders, with his peroxide blonde hair and fiery rhetoric, has long been on the Netherlands' best-known lawmakers at home and abroad, nicknamed the Dutch Donald Trump. He is famous for his strident campaigning against immigration, the European Union, and especially Islam. Now, if you were to take out his name and just put Donald Trump, it would be the exact same thing. That is a reason why we should vote for Donald Trump. Without a doubt, because these people are aware of the devastation that the left is bestowing upon our countries. He is famous for his strident campaigning against immigration. Trump is the same way. Why are we allowing illegals to come to our country? And then we have to support them. As I said, Thanksgiving. Look at all of the illegals who are running the first of the line to take free food. What about our own residents? What about them? Now, in my opinion, there shouldn't be a homeless person at all. But of course, we have homeless because the government is telling them, oh, if you be homeless, we'll take care of you. What about our Americans? Why are they allowing, why are we feeding these people when they should go back to their country? And Andrew, some of them are now saying, America is not what we thought. Maybe we should go back home. Especially the ones from Mexico. They're saying, wait, this is not right. Why are you kicking us out of the five-star hotel? Maybe this isn't the land of opportunity. But at the same time, remember, folks, and I can't stress this enough, and I don't know why people are forgetting this, is that according to the left, 
America is racist. Systemic racism is all around us. Anthony Blinken, the failed Secretary of State, who should be indicted for helping Hunter Biden concoct all these LLCs to take in money from China and Ukraine and Russia. He even came out and said that we're systemic racist. So if America is so racist, why do we keep wanting people from other countries to come here? To get a taste of the racism? It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And then we should celebrate Trump because he's saying, no, don't let them come here. Maybe he's saying, don't come here because we're racist. No, he's saying don't come here because we have laws. If you want to come, you have to come the right way. Why are they allowed to hopscotch ahead of those people who are paying attorneys to help them get citizenship? See, no one has ever thought to stop and think about this. And we know that the mainstream media, which is controlled by the government, is not going to explain this. The only thing they're going to keep saying is, let them come, let them come, let them come. Let them live on the streets. Just logically, there is no, it doesn't make sense. So continuing with this guy, Wilders, it says that he started his political career as a member of the parliament in 1998, first to serve on the censorious BVD party, where he mentioned a young Mark Rudo, whoever that guy is, before quitting the party and then went somewhere else. Okay, he's, uh, let's see here, I'm just scamming this article. Why is he so controversial? Well, because of his stance on immigration, because of him calling out the aversion to Islam, which has fueled a lot of the craziness that's happening overseas. Now, some people will say that Islam is a peaceful religion. I'm sure that it is. But there are elements within that religion, as is the case with every religion, even Christianity. There are elements within the religion that have taken hold, that it has become the face of the religion, that's creating havoc. They're talking about infidels. We don't need that here. Look no further than our, our Congress, Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar. No one has yet gone up to them to get their position on abortion or gays. No one. We know that their religion is against it. So why don't you put the mic in front of them and expose them for who they are? People are afraid to do it. I'm not afraid to do it. I'm calling them out right now. The same way I'm calling out the Pope and the way he's trying to change Catholicism. And let's just be honest here. The only reason why the Pope is doing this is because he sees that Catholics around the world, the group as a whole, the membership is declining. The faithful are refusing to go to Mass because they think that it's become too radical. So what is he going to do? Well, we're going to replace those people with this aversion, with these other people who are going against all the tenets of the church, against all the tenets of the Bible. We're going to let them come in. That's the reason why the membership of the Catholic Church is on the decline. That's the reason why the membership of a lot of religion is on the decline. Because people are fed up of the radicals that have gone in and taken over. And when you have leaders like Mealy and Wilders that are saying, no, we don't want this because it does not help society. It does not push us forward. It only causes destruction. But see, when you have common sense that's being taught or being spoken, 
the left doesn't like it. So they come up with all these hit jobs. I mean, these two men, Javier Mealy in Argentina and then Gert Wilders in the Netherlands, they have their work cut off for them. Because I'm telling you, the media is going to do a hack job on them, their own media, and definitely the media here in the United States, because these articles that I'm reading from you is from the United States media, Politico. I mean, and they are ripping this guy to pieces, saying that he's crazy, that he's going to destroy the country. He's an isolationist. Same things they said about Trump. He's going to go after his political enemies. And we hear that nonstop, that Trump is going after his political enemies. And he's telling you what he's going to do. I heard Joe Scarborough talking about it the other day, lamenting about it on his failed show. Trump is going to go after his enemies. He's telling you he's going to do it. No, Trump isn't. Because if Trump was going to do that, when he took office in 2016, he would have thrown Hillary Clinton in jail, and rightfully so. Because we now look at her background, and we see that she is corrupt. He would have definitely gone after Joe Biden and said he needs to be in jail, but he didn't. What did he say about Hillary Clinton? He said, these are nice people. I don't want to go after them. And Leslie Stahl even accosted him and said, you said that you were going to do this to Hillary Clinton. Are you going to do it? Go pull the tape. Look at the tape. The media doesn't want you to see this. And what what was his response? He said, these are good people. They love the country. I'm not going to go after them. And in my opinion, that was a mistake that he made. Because while he was saying that, Hillary Clinton and her brigade were busy concocting the entire Russia collusion lie. To this day, she's yet to admit it. The media is yet to call her out about it. They want you to think that there was collusion, and that is a reason why they're being deceptive, so that you will stay away from Trump. You won't vote for Trump. But there is not one scintilla of evidence that there was collusion. But all the evidence in the world of the left colluding with big tech – and with the media to concoct a lie to bring down Trump, Andrew. Yeah, so much of this is just the messaging too, right? And how it's getting out. Uh, we're seeing in our country where um, the messaging from the media is that people on the right are the extreme ones. Oh, they don't, they don't want you to be able to have abortions. Oh, they want to uh, end Social Security. They let the left get away with all these talks points in fact most people are in the center they just want um to be able to take care of their family they don't like radical changes and uh really it's the left who is the one who's pushing for the radical changes and uh things to really be different in america not people on the right uh they need to do a better job of uh explaining that to the american people that look um your life is just going to move on uh, the government's going to stay out of your life if Republicans are elected. Uh, the Democrats are the ones who want all these radical changes that will affect us for years and years to come. Uh, the Republicans just need to do a better job uh, speaking that narrative to the American people. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. Comes in great-tasting gel packs. You can go to HealthyCell.com. Check out the products and save with the promo code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Williams.
changing the world one person at a time. Here, we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Hey everyone, Nurse Kimberly Overton here from Nurses Out Loud. Over time, our cell signaling molecules diminished, leaving us vulnerable to the wear and tear of life. With the Sea of Redox, you can restore and revitalize your body at the cellular level. This is an incredible product that I personally use and can attest to seeing fantastic results, including better sleep, increased energy, improved mood, and a decrease in my joint pain. ASEA supports your immune system, enhancing your body's natural ability to repair itself. It promotes overall well-being so that you can experience a new level of vitality and resilience. It's time to take control of your health and experience the power of ASEA. Visit our online store today at americaoutloud.shop and use promo code OUTLOUD to save 15%. Be sure to tune in to Nurses Out Loud Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. So the last half of the show, Andrew, and I want to just continue to talk about how other countries are putting in conservative leaders, electing conservative leaders, because they're tired of the BS from these moderate, loosey-goosey liberals. Now, I mentioned Argentina and Javier Mili. I might be pronouncing his, mispronouncing his name, but according to the article, they said that he rode a wave of voter anger with the political mainstream. And he won by a wider than expected margin. He landed with some 56% of the vote versus just over 44% before his rival. This speaks volume, Andrew, as to people being sick and tired of being sick and tired of the lies of these politicians who are doing nothing but destroying the fabric of society. As I mentioned during the first block, some decades ago, we saw this happening in Europe, in Germany, and Sweden, and Finland. They were allowing all of these foreigners to come in, illegals to come in from Africa, certain 
Arabian countries, but the, from the Arabian Peninsula. And these men were Muslims. And they could not adapt to the culture. And we've said this on so many occasions, and people, when you say it, they're like, oh, you're being a racist. And we want to help people. But when you're saying we're helping people because they're suffering from political persecution and the people that are coming in are nothing but men, feral men, what are we supposed to do? And this is what we have to look at. So when you have these leaders that are coming in, these are strong men, not these beta males. We got to get rid of these beta males, Andrew, because they're very destructive. They don't rule over their household. I doubt that they stand up to pee. They're probably squatting. Not that there's anything wrong with it. But I think psychologically, it's, it's, it's doing something to their manhood. The estrogen, they need more estrogen. No, not estrogen. Uh, what is the word? Testosterone. Because they have too much estrogen. So I take that. No, they don't need any estrogen. They need testosterone. Because what we're seeing happening right now, it's like a decline of the male species. And it's by design. Obama was a weak male, a beta male, a weak leader. The only thing he did was just to come out and just look. And people thought, oh my, he looks serious. Men around the country, the globe, they're getting sick and tired of this. And that is the reason why you see black men that are gravitating toward Trump. And even before this, in 2016, you saw more black men gravitating toward Trump. And then you see around the world, you see men are gravitating toward these leaders that the left consider to be radical. They're not radical at all. They're just men being men. And they're calling out a lot of this craziness. You look at Harvey A. Mealy, the way the media describes him, they make him look as if though he's a wild man. No, he's a man for the time, a man for the season. And he's standing up on principle, and he's saying the direction that we're going has to end. And we need more men like that. Men like Biden, weak, weaklings, we would not be in the situation that we're in right now with Ukraine if Trump were in office. You look at Putin. Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, Andrew, that's a man's man standing on yeah. principle. I'm not saying that he's right. You're right. And you notice that we got the ceasefire with Israel and uh, Hamas, and all of a sudden they're saying, no, Russia's launched one of its biggest attacks on Kyiv which I find hard to believe at this point. It's almost like Ukraine's just sticking their hand out, send us more money. They feel like they're in direct competition now with Israel to uh, get our taxpayer-funded money. I mean, there was that report where we sent them $6 billion extra, too much money, and we're just like, oh, okay, we'll just tack it on to uh, what we give them next time. I mean, it's just out of control what we're giving Ukraine and the lack of information the American people are getting about what's going on over there. 
they're forgetting what's going on over there, over there, and it's by design. But you see the little man, uh, Zelensky, he's trying to come out because he feels as though well, they're going to cut off the spigot because they're giving to Israel. Let's be clear, folks. Although we said that we would give bonds to Israel, money to Israel, Israel does not need us. They can take care of this problem on their own. And just to address one more issue, people saying that Israel wants to commit genocide, and we've been speaking about this on some of our shows. To be clear again, and just think about this, let's put it into context. If Israel wanted to, they could have resolved this whole situation from day one on October 8th. They could have dropped something on the Gaza Strip and it would have been no more. But they're being methodical in their attacks. They're making certain that we're not harming people, we're not harming Palestinians. I mean, that huge hospital that's there, they've been saying, get out, get out. But Hamas and the Biden administration, along with a few Democrats, are saying, no, stay there, stay there. Yeah, because in if you fact, get out, they'll destroy you. Go ahead. Andrew. In fact, there's been reports that Israel's wanted to wrap this thing up sooner than later, but uh, they've been encouraged by the Biden administration to not be so aggressive to allow them to do that. So they've got to have a more methodical drawn out approach and people are holding it against israel when in fact they're just trying to uh appease uh their allies like the united states you're right you're so right biden is being a is trying to put a cog in israel's success and what they're doing i saw an article the other day that He's, Biden is getting pressure from the progressive in his party to put more, to lean more on Israel so that they would stop the bombing. But why? Why don't we want them to eradicate Hamas? And that's what these leaders, Javier Mealy and definitely Gert Wilders, is saying that there is an arm of the Islamic religion that is extremely radical, and they have to be eradicated. They have to be removed. As I opened up talking about the immigrants that are coming, the illegals that are coming to these countries have been radical men wreaking havoc on the land. And I've said this more than a dozen times here on After Dark, that inasmuch as these suburban soccer moms that are saying, we'll never vote for Trump because he's too this and he's too that. Well, okay, you're just signing your death warrant. You're signing the death warrant for you and your daughters. Because these people will come here, the M16, these gangs, and will wreak havoc in your neighborhood. I think 10 years ago, we had some from, uh, I think it was the M16 gang that came here and raped a young woman. Is that what you want in your neighborhoods? Because a vote for Democrats is what you're going to get. They don't care about you, especially if you're white. They could care less. Look at the pillaging in a lot of the stores that are taking place, and they're looking the other way. They're telling law enforcement, look the other way. Don't pay any attention to it. Is this what we want? This diversity and equity that we want to take over and we want to look the other way? You look around you at the United States, and I want to be clear about this. 
every, unfortunately, and it pains me to say this, Andrew, but every liberal, Democrat, black politician who's in office, who is the mayor or the attorney general, have failed in their job, completely failed. Now, hear me clearly. The ones who are Democrats have failed. You look at Dallas. The mayor was a Democrat. I said was. But he switched parties and became a Republican. Because he realized that the failed policies of the left were destroying Dallas. Now he can turn things around. Because he's sick and tired of the lawlessness. The same way the people in Argentina and the Netherlands. Sick and tired of the lawlessness. So they opted to put in candidates who will stand up against this and who will say, I don't care what you call me. This is for the survival of our country, the survival of our people. Because as long as we keep these other radicals in, we will not survive. Coming back across the pond, our large cities, failed black leadership. We have Sheila Jackson Lee, who's planning on running for mayor of Houston. Now, she's not going to do anything to help Houston. She's not going to stop the crime and the lower wards in Houston. She only wants it to have the bragging rights so that she could go down in history as being the first black woman mayor. And if history judged her correctly, they would say she was the first black woman mayor and the first failed black woman mayor. We've got to put this out there. They would say failed. Look at Bree London in San Francisco. Failed. A failure of a mayor. Look at New Orleans. A failed black female mayor. Even in New York City, Eric Adams. Everyone wanted Eric Adams. Oh, he dresses nice. He's a failure. And we're going to discuss him, discuss his failure later on in the week. Because now it seems that his own party is turning against him. But he's a failure. The same way David Dinkins was a failure. We have too many failed politicians in office just because of diversity and equity. But they bring nothing else to the table but failure. And it's time we wake up. Because if we don't, we won't have a country. We won't have a city. We won't have a government. Anyone saying that Biden is the, doing the best job and he's just right on point, they're clueless. They're, no, they're not clueless. They're, they're lying to you. They're being deceptive. Because you can see that he is a failure at home and abroad. He's also corrupt his entire family. But the left have you thinking, no, it's Trump. Let's go after Trump because they want to stop him. They don't want him to make America great again. And surely now we need to make America great again. Biden and his build back better, it is very destructive. It has done, it has not built back anything. And then that idiot of a press secretary 
KGP. She's another failure. These are failed human beings. They're flawed. And they should not be in those positions of power. Kamala Harris took a picture, a Thanksgiving picture with her husband, standing and in the background was a gas stove while they're trying to remove your gas stove for electric stoves. These are failed people, and people need to look at it. They contradict their own messages. So how is it that they're the best of the best? Have you also noticed that Gavin Newsom, he's not in the media as much now because he failed when President Z came to California. He thought he was going to have the limelight. Now, this is only a temporary failure for him because I think next week it is, Andrew, he's supposed to be debating Ron DeSantis. And I have cautioned you all about this. I don't think this is a good idea. Because DeSantis is not a good debater. Maybe he'll find himself, maybe with those cowboy boots on, he'll manage to stand up. But for Newsom, there's only an upside because he's being placed on the world stage. I don't know why Republicans do this. I don't get it. But we seem to enjoy showcasing these lefties. You look at Rona McDaniel, she's going to take the next... GOP debate to News One. No, it's not. It was some up up and coming uh, Democrat platform. I don't know why she's doing it. She should be kicked out of her position. But we do. We being the Republicans, conservatives, we do a good job at showcasing Democrats as opposed to showcasing our own. And we just don't think that we're giving them a leg up. As opposed to saying, no, we got to stop this craziness. We don't need to give them a leg up. Yeah, it's about free speech. Yeah, we want every candidate to be heard. But in that position, absolutely not. Absolutely not. We don't want that. But we always manage to step on our own message as opposed to promoting it. But I hope people are looking at what's happening around the globe at the change that's taken place with these countries. And they're saying we have had it with these lefties. We've had it with them telling us that we're bad. We're had it with this, with them telling us accept history and they won't accept history. We've had it. We've had it of the make-believe. We've had it. And it's time to get back to the basics. It's time for us to put in politicians in office who are going to support us, who are going to uplift us as opposed to trying to destroy who we are as a people. We've had it. And I hope America is sees this. Because if you leave it up to Biden, within a couple of decades, we'll all be speaking Chinese. It will be a prerequisite in our schools. Look at what they're doing in California. They're making a prerequisite that people learn, that the kids learn about the press and misinformation. Why is that happening in our public schools? And why aren't people protesting? And it's only going to be one-sided. And that's the reason why we're turning out dummies from our schools. People have had it, and I hope the next election, Andrew, people get on board and turn out in droves and rebuke these policies 
of the left. Because if we don't, we will not survive as a country. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Hopefully we uh, take notes from some of these other countries like the Dutch and Argentina. And uh, we have a big Trump victory in 2024 and everyone keep their eyes peeled. We can't allow the same thing that happened in 2020 to happen once again. We need a landslide. So call your friends, call your neighbors, make sure they're all getting out to vote because uh, Lord knows we need it. Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Rob and Andrew. It's is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily and we always appreciate it when you share that stand for something or fall for nothing <laughs>